0: back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. So for this week's episode, we're going to be talking about being unemployed because last week, your girl announced that she quit her job without anything lined up. And I know you probably think that was such a dumb move, but hear me out. It was necessary. So for this week, I just wanted to touch on what it's like to be unemployed I've made a video on my youtube channel before on what it means to take care of yourself while being unemployed and I do kind of want to go over those tips in this episode today but but also talk about my experiences with being unemployed and how I've struggled through it how I've gotten through it and again what it means to take care of yourself during this time so if you're unemployed Know that you're not alone and know that this episode can hopefully help you feel a little less alone. Sometimes being unemployed can have a bit of a negative stigma and it can make others feel like that they're not a hard worker, that they're lazy, or that they're a failure. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay to be unemployed. That's why I have titled this episode Unapologetically Unemployed. So, with that being said i just want to talk a little bit more about struggling with unemployment so the first time where i had to really experience unemployment was after i was let go from my first recruiting job in 2019 and i talked a lot about on my youtube channel how that job loss devastated me even though I hated where I was working. The reason I say it was devastating because it left me unemployed in the most expensive city in the country being San Francisco and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was under a ton of pressure to find a new job within a two-month period because I had only had around a year of experience of recruiting and I felt like the short stint on my resume didn't look very good and a lot of places that were hiring for tech recruiters really wanted people with more years of experience and so I was feeling very defeated in my search at that time. I remember I went through so much bullshit to interview with a couple of companies. I got ghosted a few times. Some did communicate back with me saying that I didn't get the job which is normal. It happens. And then some just flat out didn't follow through with their promises when they said that they were going to move me to the next round. And then I never heard back from them again, which clearly means, okay, they ghosted, which is terrible, terrible recruiting practice. But I remember how hard that was for me. And when I was forced to leave San Francisco because I couldn't get a job within two months and couldn't pay my rent anymore, couldn't afford to live it sucked when I had to go back to Virginia to live with my parents for a month and a half until I was able to get another job and move back to San Francisco and I remember within that period where I was back in Virginia I really had to figure out how do I navigate unemployment right now how do I find ways to take care of myself because I'm already living in a city That I absolutely hate living in. I'm stuck with my parents. They don't give me any kind of independence, even though I'm very grateful that they're letting me stay in my childhood bedroom for free. So I don't wanna sound too ungrateful, but I was unhappy just because, as I've told you before, I don't have the best relationship with my parents, mostly my mother. My relationship with my dad isn't bad. It's just it's my mom that really gets on my nerves and she can be very bothersome and toxic. But besides the point, what I wanted to say is that I really had to figure out how do I find ways to take care of myself when I'm unemployed. And that was a process for me. And I'm going to go over the tips in just a little bit after I just talk more about my experiences here and then leading me up to where I am now. And so there were a few things that I had to do to help me navigate unemployment. And then once I got a new job and I moved back to San Francisco, sadly, three weeks after starting a new job, I was laid off due to COVID. That was very, very frustrating. I was so pissed that that happened and I had spent so much money Where I had to move across the country twice within a short time period. And I felt just really screwed over. But I told myself, I'm not moving back. I worked my ass off to get here. And I found a different way on how to make some money while I was there. Where I started shopping for Instacart. And that really helped a lot. And I was also eligible for unemployment. And thankfully, I wasn't unemployed for that long as I did secure another job really quickly and was there for about a year only to get laid off again. And that was, again, frustrating. Still qualified for unemployment. And as you can see, it's been a vicious cycle of just constantly losing a job and not being able to stay where I am. And I was really starting to get furious with the job market and just working for a company in general because as we've known from the pandemic, there is no such thing as job security or financial stability. And I was experiencing that over and over again. And for me, it was truly just a struggle to constantly have to deal with this vicious cycle of always applying to jobs and never feeling financially happy even when i had graduated from grad school that was another period of unemployment i guess you could say that was my real first period of being unemployment as i totally forgot about that actually but i was unemployed for five months after i graduated from school and for those who have just graduated school who are listening i totally understand how discouraging it is to look for a job after you've graduated i know the summer can be a really tough time where you have the blues and you're missing school you miss that awesome easy life that you had in college maybe even grad school lol grad school easy what the hell am I saying (laughs) but besides the point what the point that I'm trying to make is that you sit in this period where maybe you weren't so lucky and maybe you didn't have a job offer lined up right when you were graduating it's more common than you think And so I was unemployed for five months and it was hell. Within those five months, I was interviewing and interviewing. I had so many companies make fake promises to me as a candidate. I had companies basically have a job where I would interview for and then the job never even became a job. And the company realized, oops, wait, we don't have the budget for this. Well, if you didn't have the budget for it, Why the fuck would you even make it a job listing in the first place? And they even made me complete this super long assignment. And it literally felt like consult work and not actually a regular assignment where they were trying to actually assess my skills. I believe there's a difference when you assess someone's skills within a project and then actually having a candidate create a whole entire project to see their ideas and their thought process because every candidate could come up with something different. And then there's that chance that the company could use your information and actually implement it. And they won't actually pay you for the time that you spent working on that project. That was bullshit. Let me tell you. So yeah, it was hell. I remember I was so desperate and I remember how badly I wanted to move to San Francisco because I really wanted to live there. I knew I did not want to live in my hometown. I knew there was just no opportunities there for me. And that is when I got my first job. And I got the hell out of Virginia and moved to California. So I will say if you are a new grad, know that it's going to take a lot of time to find a new job. And I really do encourage that you network because... It really is true. Utilizing your network to find people who may know people who have openings for the field of work that you want to do is really helpful and it can really help you get your foot in the door and at least land an interview. No guarantees that you'll get a job, but you can certainly, certainly at least try to make connections and that's really important. And let me tell you something, cover letters, don't even waste your time on them. They're bullshit. And that is coming from someone who is actually a tech recruiter. I don't even bother reading cover letters. I think they're a waste of time to write. They're a waste of time to read. All I really need is the resume and then your interview can speak for yourself. And the interviews seriously speak for themselves on whether or not a candidate is going to be a good fit for a position that I'm hiring for or not. So that's a fun fact. If the company doesn't require a cover letter, don't don't write one. If it is required, then you have the option of writing one or you can say, fuck this. I will look elsewhere. I know I do that. I don't waste my time writing cover letters. I just I just don't. So that is like the biggest piece of advice that I can give for you in terms of looking for a job out of school, because I get it. I struggled. It was so hard. Even in 2016, it was a nightmare, an absolute nightmare to try to find a job where I had a master's degree and who the fuck would hire somebody with a family sciences degree. So if you're unemployed, regardless of your situation, how do you handle it? How do you find ways to kind of take care of yourself and actually not let unemployment drive you crazy? Well, one thing that I like to tell people, and of course, this is just my personal opinion. It's up to you whether or not you want to do this or not. But I really encourage you to take advantage of sleep because when you're unemployed, you don't have anywhere to go. There's nowhere for you to be unless if you have other personal obligations in your life. But if you don't have to wake up for a job or for school or whatever the case is, get your beauty rest and sleep in. Unapologetically sleep in. It depends on what sleeping in means to you. For me, sleeping in typically means like 8 30 to 10 a.m. Those are like the time frames where I will sleep in a little bit later. And I feel a lot more refreshed when I just get more rest. Now, I've always been the kind of person who has always required a lot of sleep, but There is just something so glorious about sleeping in and being able to catch up on sleep and to really nourish your body with rest. So I really encourage you to do that. The second thing that I really recommend when it comes to taking care of yourself while being unemployed, as cheesy as it sounds, make sure you're going to the gym and you're nourishing your body with good foods. I think going to the gym is a really great way to kill some time while you're unemployed because typically when you're unemployed you will find yourself having a lot more time on your hands and even if you can't afford a gym you can still find many other ways to work out there are plenty of like home workouts that you can find on youtube you can run around your neighborhood there are so many things you can do to work out for free so That is something that I really recommend and also working out releases a lot of stress. It gives you a lot more energy and it's overall good for your body as you know. So that was something that I really started doing after I had gotten fired for my first job because I knew that I had to take care of myself because I knew if I didn't I would absolutely combust and I wasn't going to let that happen. Another thing is, if you have lost your job, and this will only apply to people who have actually lost their jobs, whether they've been fired or they've been laid off, then make sure you're filing for unemployment. Do that ASAP if you're eligible. So if you quit your job like me, or if you've just graduated school, then sadly you're not eligible for unemployment. I know it sucks. I wish grads could be eligible for unemployment, but they're not. So that only applies if you're eligible, and I know unemployment benefits can be terrible, like it's not a lot of money, but it is better than nothing. It can at least help get you some groceries or maybe pay a bill here and there. I know it's not much. It certainly can't pay your rent unless if you live somewhere really, really cheap and your rent is like $400, and you get like the maximum of your unemployment benefits, then maybe it wouldn't be so bad, but I definitely don't recommend living up your unemployment benefits because you'll hate everything, but make sure you file for them. Having that free money that the government gives to you really helps, and it does really, really help heal you in some kind of way. I know for me... I will say I don't wish unemployment benefits on anyone because it sucks to only have to rely on that, especially for pretty much a whole entire year. But I definitely recommend you take advantage of it. It's so important and it really does help. Also, the biggest thing that I want to say is do not, and I really mean this, don't spend all day long applying for jobs. I kid you not, you're going to hate your life. So job applications don't have to be as time-consuming as you think. I think LinkedIn has made it so much easier for us to apply to jobs, especially when you have the easy apply button right there. And you don't have to put that much work into it. So you just submit your resume, you fill out the information, you go boom on to the next one. For me, I typically apply to about five to eight jobs a day when I'm unemployed and I spend, try. I, well, I try not to spend more than like three to four hours and sometimes it doesn't even take me three to four hours. It can actually take me less than that because I feel like job applications have gotten a lot easier to fill out. Cover letters aren't really required anymore and I think not writing a cover letter saves so much time when it comes to applying for a job. Now, if you don't have a resume, then writing on a resume from scratch can certainly take some time. So make sure at least your resume is ready to go. And then all you do is just kind of hit a click of a button and fill out the information. And sometimes your resume will parse out your information and they'll fill it out for you. So it's less work that you have to do. Applying to a job really isn't as hard as it seems there is so much bad advice out there when it comes to applying for a job there are a lot of career coaches out there who have never ever been in recruiting they've never been a hiring manager they've never used an applicant tracking system they've never interviewed candidates they have no experience and no knowledge of what it means to find a job and they spew the same rhetoric of job search practices that aren't true over and over again and it just irks me as a tech recruiter when i'm thinking that's not true none of this is true you don't need to do this it's really not as hard as you as they're making it out to be yes finding a job can certainly be hard and it's daunting but there are so many things out there that candidates don't have to do like optimizing a whole entire resume To pretty much fit a job description so it passes the ATS's keyword search and that they're beating the robots which don't even exist so fun fact the ATS bots that you hear about all the time it's a myth it's not true at all because I'm a recruiter who uses an ATS and I read every single resume and nobody is using bots because That would mean I would be out of a job. I just totally saying that. That's a new song right there. You're welcome. (laughs) Anyway, I'm getting off topic here, but I get so fired up about like career coaches and the bad advice that they give to the world. But seriously, don't spend all day long applying for jobs. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to hate everything. And once you start getting interviews, try not to schedule more than like three a day. Because interviewing all day long can be really draining. So days where maybe you have more interviews don't apply for any jobs. Or maybe apply to like maybe two to three jobs. And days where you don't have any interviews. Then you can dedicate that time to applying for a job. So that way you're kind of keeping your own little job search pipeline going so you can keep track of all the places that you're interviewing at all the places that you apply to and that makes things a lot easier but seriously please don't spend all day long applying for jobs i i really don't recommend it whatsoever another thing that i really recommend is finding ways to stay busy i recommend passion projects is there something that you're passionate about do you have another hobby Focus more on your hobbies. That's a really good time to just have fun. Being unemployed doesn't mean that you need to constantly be stressing about finding a job and interviewing. Enjoy the free time that you have because you're going to realize how much you're going to miss it once you start working again. Maybe you want to do volunteering. Maybe you want to hang out with your friends or visit family elsewhere. I really recommend it. Hanging out with people and being around friends really helps when you're unemployed, and again, it kills that time. It's so important that you find so many ways to stay busy. Otherwise, you could totally combust. Another thing that I recommend is let's say you really don't want to just rely on unemployment benefits and you are really desperate to make more money. I really recommend that you take on the contract jobs, such as shopping for Instacart or maybe driving for Postmates. Hi, hello, I've done both. Postmates does not pay very well, but it was enough money that I made for me to relocate my ass back to San Francisco. And that's why I drove for Postmates was so I could basically refund my moving expenses across the country once again. Shopping for Instacart was actually not a contract job. So when you're an in-store shopper and an in-store shopper only, you're actually paid through Instacart corporate, which is kind of cool. And you're paid an hourly wage and you are set shifts that you have to go to and you have a manager that you work with. And it's a very easy and fun job. I did it basically right when the pandemic was at its all-time worst. And I made some money. It was a part-time job only, which sucked that it was only a part-time job. But it definitely helped a little bit. And I was able to survive living in San Francisco with taking partial unemployment and then shopping for Instacart. And then I quit Instacart once I got my other job and I got more hours with it and I just didn't have time to do Instacart anymore but it really helps so consider it because your car can be a money-making machine and it's a really great way to just make some quick and easy fast cash and who doesn't love that and then the second to last thing that I want to mention and I find this to be so important but go to therapy oh my god I cannot tell you how many therapy visits I have done while being unemployed, because as somebody who deals with really high anxiety and mild depression, unemployment is certainly what triggers all of that the most, and I know that I have to go to a therapist, talk about my problems and my issues, cry and complain about my life, and it helps. It's very soothing. And I truly do feel a little bit better when I have somebody who can work through my problems with me and help me get to where I need to be. I hate that there's such a big stigma around therapy. Going to therapy is so important, y'all. I, I can't even stress it enough. I'm actually supposed to have therapy tomorrow, but I stupidly scheduled a job interview over it. So I have to reschedule my appointment for next week. So that's really annoying. I completely forgot that I had it scheduled for a certain time. So I'm glad I caught it when I did. But I really can't stress enough about the importance of therapy. And I really want you to know that it's okay to go to therapy. And you shouldn't be ashamed or embarrassed by it. Because it's perfectly normal. And nobody is going to be judging you for it. And it's also nobody's business to know if you are going to therapy or not. So if you really do feel embarrassed by it, don't tell people about it. It can be your own little secret and just know that your therapist is not judging you for wanting to get the help to better yourself and regulate your emotions and how you're feeling. So important. And then the last thing that I can tell you when it comes with being unemployed is just know that being unemployed is not A permanent thing. It is temporary. It will not last forever. I know it can feel like it's lasting forever when you've been doing it for months on months, like I have before, but just know that it will pass. It will get better. And I really want you to know that it's a temporary thing. That can be really hard to tell ourselves sometimes, especially when we've been so discouraged in the job search process for months on months but you gotta keep going as cheesy as it sounds i'm seriously telling you to not give up on yourself and to really find ways to take care of yourself during this time because i know it can be really hard but it can also be kind of fun especially with all the free time you have i can tell you even though i had to quit my job Last week and I was not happy about it because there were other things that I didn't talk about in my podcast simply because I don't think I was allowed to talk about it. So there's some things that I've left out. So you don't know the complete story other than the pip and the miserable experience and stuff like that. But there's more to it as to why I left and I wasn't able to talk about it due to it being like confidential information Well, I guess it doesn't really matter anymore since I am not the company, but still, I don't really want to share it. But I will say I feel a lot happier that I'm not at my company anymore. I just feel like I have a little bit of control out of my life. It's kind of helped me recognize what I really want within a company. And I think one of the biggest reasons as to why I had taken that job was because I was unemployed. For so long, especially with COVID and how that really screwed me over throughout 2020, especially with my finances. And then so I took that job out of desperation, like I mentioned last week, and I settled for something. And that is why I'm here to say don't ever settle. It is so important when you are looking for a job, don't just look for any job just because you fit the requirements. Make sure the company is working in an industry that actually excites you and make sure that it's a company that you could see yourself thriving at. I've discovered no early stage startups for me unless they're close to getting acquired or going public. I would prefer to not work at them just because a lot of early stage companies don't really have their shit together. But some people like working for those companies and that's okay. You have to know what works best for you. And so It's really important when you're applying for jobs that you really think about those things and that you really do your research on where you're interviewing. I can't stress that enough, but right now, I'm just enjoying my life. I'm enjoying the free time that I have, and I am aggressively interviewing. I have so many interviews this week. It's not even funny, which is a good thing because I have never gotten this many interviews That go bam, 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 bam. It's been email after email after email. And they've been mostly positive. So it's great. It makes me feel like this unemployment isn't going to last for too long. Which I am definitely manifesting. I hope to be unemployed for no more than two to three weeks. I think I can do it. Because I definitely need to get a paycheck sometime in August. Otherwise, (laughs) I'm going to have no idea how to pay my rent for September. And I will be fucked. So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah I am definitely manifesting that I will get a job very soon I'm literally interviewing with seven places right now and it's crazy and it feels really nice that I have these options I didn't have these options a year ago because I didn't have the experience and now I've built more experience over time and it looks so much better in my resume and I was able to really fine-tune my resume a lot and it's been really appealing to employers And I think that's kind of why I've been getting more interviews than typically what I normally get. So that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling a little bit good. Of course, I definitely am still kind of nervous and scared because I never had anything lined up and I don't qualify for unemployment benefits right now. But at the same time, I'm just living my life and I am looking for the next best thing that will just simply be the best fit for me. So I will leave you with that. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have an unapologetic experience that you like to share, feel free to email the podcast at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com. And also don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at shamelesslyunapologetic. And with that, I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye!